ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. What is going on, everyone? Welcome, my Impact fam, to episode 100 of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. We made it. Looks like we may. Uh, yeah, we'll save you from the, the poor singing, uh, but we got a lot to talk about. Obviously, most importantly, alongside me, as always again, is the uh, the Tom Code of my AJ Styles. Got to go bring it full circle. It's Max, everybody. What's going on, buddy? Was that the very first one that we did? Was I the Tom Code of your AJ Styles? It was the f- on episode one. I don't know. It's not on YouTube, but I believe <laughs> I'm sure somewhere it, it is. It might. Have, there's there's a strong possibility that that might have been the comparison you used on our very on our episode one of our old podcast, possibly. I don't have that saved either, but we're just going to pretend like it was. So it's just oh, bringing man. it on. Well, I'd prefer to be the AJ Styles, but everybody knows that. One day. One day. Uh, so, guys, we're going to try and make this work. Hey, T. Hughes, 1990, as always, what's going on, buddy? Uh, you know... We hope you guys are joining us now live. We hope the chat fills up, but even if it doesn't, thank you for watching this whenever you are. Um, we're excited to be here. It's been quite a journey in the world of Impact Wrestling. As Max said before, we had a prior one about all wrestling, uh, and then when we got back to doing it, we did uh, Impact uh, Wrestling. You can see some changes here. I'm going to go into that just for a second. Uh, the new logo for the channel. Uh, we still love Impact Wrestling. The shows will remain the same. But we're going to add some new stuff, too. Look, uh, I talk about mental health here all the time. Uh, I had, I'm had i 50 other things before, TNAIW guy. Uh, and uh, I could use some friends. And I can use who's <laughs> talking to one about uh, other things, including the New York Knicks. So we're going to have a show about that as well. Uh, we'll talk about day as, as it comes. But uh, no matter if we suck or not, we're excited to, to do it and uh, be together again and have some fun. No matter what. Still better than the Nets. <laughs> ah, New Jersey. All right, guys. So, you know, obviously it, it, it took a lot for us to get to uh, to get to 100. Um, what's up, Millard there? Max, I don't know if you can see it's wicked small. Hello, I cannot. It just <laughs> looks like scribbles to me. He said, must not be an AW or WWE show on today. <laughs> um, well, G1 Climax is going on, but that happens early in the morning. I get that out of the way. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. But yeah, no, there's a lot of people who've had a hand in our, uh, success, I say, because we're still here at least doing this. You know, we didn't expect, you know, big numbers. That's not what we're here for. It's two friends trying to talk about a company that we've loved for quite a bit and used to get together every Thursday and every other day, uh, when we lived in the same state. So, uh, to be continued doing that and back to this, uh, we're excited. We're trying to up the, 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 uh, connection here in the internet we're trying to get that better so so bear with us but uh we're gonna try to pause and not over talk each other because we never do that but uh never. max uh the most important question is uh what are you looking forward to talking about today man well um i am super excited that i got to see bullet club wrestle and chris bay didn't eat a pin mm. uh the man been taking some l's lately so i was happy that yeah. and we're gonna see some undead realm a little bit of uh craziness there that would probably yeah and some bupinder gajar um a little bit of finisher talk from him <laughs> all right so we'll, we'll get to that we're gonna feel out the new show as you guys can see under episode 100 it's a little different of a of a setup here it's some more of a just kind of us having some fun talking about things uh and normally here 
would be power rankings, which still is in one way. But uh, it's a hot one here in New York. It's really hot. Thunderstorms coming and uh, it's getting frustrated. So uh, I didn't do it, but we will finish. We'll talk about them in just a second. We'll finish them for Turbo, Turbo Tuesday. Uh, go, go power rankings to TM Burt. Still killing it, man. Numbers are great. They're, they're having fun. The chemistry is building there. Ooh, I didn't mean it like that. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's a good time. Check it out. They'll talk about it. The whole, uh, the whole works will be there. So I'm going to run down the power rankings, but most importantly, if you guys want to make a, uh, an impact on the power rankings, God, it's going to be a punny day. Um, and, uh, oh, shout out to Kyle Villarama. I hope I'm saying that right, buddy, uh, for joining the, their newest addition to the power rankings committee. It's really simple. At Burt Macklin 11, at TNAIW channel. Write us one way or another. I.O. speak of uh, people we would not be here without. Um, Shout out to Io in there. Uh, but yeah, tweet us. Speak of the devil. There you go. Tweet us uh, one or the other. Join it. It's really simple. Keep us on mute if you want. You don't have to talk in the chat. Uh, and uh, every Thursday after the show, just put your top 10. It's that simple. But Max, uh, we're going to go down the top 10 the old-fashioned way. Starting with number 10, it's someone that you just uh, mentioned. Uh, Bullet Club, Tag Team Champions, and such. Taking the L, still at number 10. I mean, they did lose. Um, unfortunately, when you add Chris Bay and his long losing streak in there, I think it drags down the whole group. If we split them, they may do a little better. But <laughs> but as a commodity. As a commodity, 10 works. Here's a, a, another shocker. We'll run through these. Uh, number nine, Jordan Grace, world champion Jordan Grace at number nine. Number eight, the undefeated Masha Slamovic. Uh, Slamovic or Slamovich? What would you say, Max? I think it's Slam a bitch. Slam a bitch. According to Lucha, it's Slam a bitch. Which, <laughs> which, see, I that that sounds good, but Slam a bitch doesn't. So I'm going with right Slam a bitch. There Once you, you go. get that lighter money. Uh, number seven, uh, tag team champions. We already mentioned Under Realm. We'll talk about that extensively. It looks like uh, Team Ragnarok. Number six, X Division champion, who was number one last week. Mike Bailey uh, coming in at number six. Steve Macklin back up there. I know they'll be happy on the GoGo Power Rankings team. Number four, Chelsea Green. Hot mess, Chelsea Green. Number three, Motor City Machine Guns. Possibly number one contender. Well, one of them will be. Uh, number two, Honor No More in PCO. And number one, back to being number one, world champion Josh Alexander. I, this is my first episode back, but the world champion should always be number one. The disrespect when Kenny Omega was champion is just horrible. Man can barely get ranked. Uh, that is that is true. It is true, and I think we've adjusted the system a little. We've adjusted uh, uh, the hate, but uh, <laughs> it's got a nice balance. I respect it. Won't go too far into it, um, but uh, look out for them on Tuesday to do so. So uh, no surprises there. I think there's a lot of people you could have voted for, but uh, we'll get right into that now and how we got, or maybe how they got there by getting an impact on access to the pick up the review board here. Um, how did, what did you guys think of Impact? We'll talk about the poll results, our biggest number yet for poll uh, votes, so thank you for that. Uh, but getting to the review. BTI, we started out B, uh, with Bupinder Gujar and defeated Johnny Swinger. This one has uh, hopefully DMC, uh, uh, what is it called? Ramifications? Title implications. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Uh, look, the DMC is headed in, the, in a route I'm not, I'm not a big fan of. I don't want to rely on the gimmick. It doesn't have to be on BTI. 
to be represented. I was hoping, we've always been hoping this could be what was the Legends and the TV and the King of the Mountain, all those mistakes, yeah. uh, lack of a better term. Um, but it doesn't seem like they're headed that route if Gujar is the, is the next uh, opponent here. Now, I don't mind using BTI to like to set up number one contenders because it gives you a reason to watch BTI if you're like, oh, the contenders are coming through right. this. But I agree, it it needs to be that that mid tier title. Mm. Like, if this was Ace Austin versus you know Eddie Edwards for a shot at the. DMC. Well, then that's that's all I'm going to watch BTI now. So I feel like that would be a smart way to do it. Yeah. But I just I don't. And uh, you mentioned at the beginning. Do you want to? Are, are you hoping to see a uh, gargoyle spear one two three? I hate <laughs> so. My love for the Force Fifty Splash yeah. is equal to my hate for that atrocious ass finisher. It's got a good name. Yes, the gargoyle spear. That's Fair. a good name. Solid yeah. name. But horrible move, because. It's not even a top rope move mm. where like he's put somebody down and then, and has like distance. Right, right. He doesn't have any distance. So basically, if you stand up and don't stumble towards yeah, yeah. him, like just, it's just a bet. Like just go with. I understand. Like Moose uses a spear, so we can't have that. Just pick something different. Yeah, man. Well, you know, look, I, I like the prospect of of Gujar, man. Gujar, Gujar. I apologize. But, um, you know, we liked how he came in. We, we respect, I, I, we like yeah. that route. We like the different approach to an Indian wrestler. Dope. Um, you know, they talked about his kickboxing. We talked about that. So it, it built him up as a, as a Indian hero compared to just, you know, Indian guy. So I liked yeah, it a lot. Yeah. I think he has a lot of potential, but you could tell he's at tough enough level. Samoan drop, <laughs> drop, you know, the, the moves are, what they are. Uh, so yeah. I think, you know, the only problem I have with it, besides the DMC and, and what level that will be at or looked at because of it, is uh, the pushing of him as if he's the next AJ Styles. Like, you could talk about it. I love Tom Hannafin. You could talk about how uh, people are talking about how this guy has, you know, whatever potential, but ain't buying what you're selling, my friend. <laughs> ain't buying what you're selling. Uh, keep going here. We started with a main event, to be honest. I mean, if you look at Josh Alexander and Motor City Machine Guns uh, defeating VBD, kind of uh, washing us clean of that storyline, uh, coming full circle, which I think is important, and then uh, moving on to that moment with Saban and Josh. Hey, I, I told you about Option C. We thought they would go there. I think we talked about it in the Impact Zone um, last week, but... Uh, yeah, I thought this was a great way to start the show, uh, especially if you don't watch BTI. Like, this is what you start with. So, um, Next up, we had another Killer Kelly vignette. We've talked about her extensively as well. And we'll talk about the Impact Zone as well. Hey, Datia, welcome. Um, we'll talk about that in the future of what we're going to do with that. And it's still around, don't worry. Um, but uh, we talked about her. And we think she's a great addition. We think she's coming in solo, which we like. But we do have a question on um, the Hot Topics segment from somebody. So we want to save a little bit of talk about her uh, for that. So moving on, we had Steve Macklin defeating James Storm. It was uh, Young Gun beating the veteran uh, twice back-to-back here because we'll be talking about Chelsea and Mickey right after that. Um, but overall thoughts on where Macklin's – I know obviously you've been keeping and obviously updated, but still. Yeah. I like it. I think James Storm is a good win for him. James Storm is someone who always comes off as credible. Mm. So it's not like, eh, who is this guy? He's James Storm, he carries name value. I thought it was a good win for Macklin. Yeah. 
Um, I think we're moving towards Macklin and Sammy possibly right. um, is what it looks like. So I think that's going to be, ex- I think that's going to be an exciting feud. I'm happy that Macklin is getting these bigger moments. I think he's, that's key. he's growing to the point where un- unfortunately, if the DMC was what we wished it would be, it would be perfect for him to hold it and be that transitional, like that yeah. mid card champion. This would be his, you know, springboard after but um i think he's he's doing really well i think he's growing i think i like him a lot i like the character yeah i i agree man and, he, and he's nailed it since he came in here man you know i think this was um a test for him you know obviously james storm hasn't been in the grind of wrestling you know these past couple of years as much as he, you know as he normally has been uh prior but this was a test for him to try, not carry a veteran but but see what you can do uh, yeah. against these bigger names. Next looks to be Sammy, and, uh, and I'm stoked about that. We have to mention that it was pretty cool that Macklin was the first person, I think, uh, to kind of evade, uh, you know, uh, or have a plan for when Sammy would do that, which I thought was pretty yeah. cool. thought it was pretty cool for that. Um, next was the Ric Flair flashback moment of the week, man. And, and this was, uh, I get it. Let's, ca- let's cash those checks. Uh, but, boy, uh, seeing that, moment Maybe, red and yellow abyss it, it, it wasn't the high point of impact at that time like it, it, I like Ric Flair um, I do he's obviously an icon right, sure. I'm, I'm ready for him to be gone though like it's <laughs> yeah. he, I, like, well, he, like, he, he needed to retire at least from the ring like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. your final match should have been five years ago, man. Like it's I mean, at this point, I'm concerned about him. But I think it should have been okay. him versus Michaels, right? The actual retirement. I mean, that match. would have been the ideal situation, yeah. but uh, he did. I mean, but they, you know, so yeah, the Starcast can't come soon enough. Yeah, man, uh, it's cool to see this. It was a shock when it first had it. It's a little surreal, uh, you know. And look, putting things aside, you can't. Uh, Ric Flair is Ric Flair. And it doesn't excuse it, but he's but he's still Ric Flair, and it's not so much that that I'm you know like ugh, it's just it's red red and red and yellow abyss. Yeah. Uh, the song, the 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 mustard ketchup stain je- uh, jersey or whatever the hell he was wearing, uh, the ring. It literally was the Hall of Fame ring thing. <sighs> so uh, yeah, I yeah, let's move on there. Uh, Coach uh, D backstage there, Scott Demore with Motor City Machine Guns, and they make it official. We had debated prior if, if the them having a match meant there was going to be a, a time splitter. You know, where r- what route are we going? This obviously opens it up. Not that they're going to you know bicker over this, but at the same time, one of them, and we are spoiler free still. This is a spoiler free show. One of them is advancing to emergence in the main event. Correct, and it gives the other a chance to do something different correct now we can say the writing's on the wall especially with Kushida coming in uh of who wins this spoiler free yet again we really do not know at least i do not um i but the, but the money seems to be insane but not that shelly versus josh wouldn't be a fucking banger uh you know that just seems to be the match that makes the most sense um with him kind of telling about option c like it just the story is better there i think yeah. Shout out to Lucha, Lucha and the Billin. 
Yeah, man, I think this this makes a lot of sense, especially with him and doing option C, telling him you you've done you've done everything you need in the next division to be one of the greats. Move on. So it comes full circle uh, to use that phrase again. Next up, we alluded to it. Chelsea Green, the hot mess, <laughs> defeated Mickey James. You knew this kind of stuff was coming uh, when they talked about what they wanted to do while they were in the E. Uh, kind of a, a you know a Trish to Mickey, then Mickey to Chelsea kind of thing, and then boy, uh, it happened. And the the the, the people were excited. <laughs> Everyone, Jesus, your thoughts on the match, man? Big win for Chelsea here. Mickey, we'll, we could jump around really quick. Looks like uh, Gia caught up with her later. She said she's left the building with that big ass suitcase, uh, runaway suitcase. Thoughts on on that whole thing? I mean, it was a good match. Um, I enjoyed it. I think. I mean, I think they're a good feud. They've you know. Through, through everything, that feud has been a, a solid feud. The way it's built um, in the past, with them being them being friends, and now. Yeah. But I mean, I thought it was a I thought it was a good match. I saw some people act like it was the greatest match of all time, um, and I don't know if I'd go that far. But I mean, it was it was a solid match. I think I like Chelsea. I I'm more excited to see her mm-hmm. in a tag team now than in a singles match. So. I kind of want to. I kind of that that kind of dulls a little bit for me because I'm like, all right, let's get your ass in a tag team and do this. Like that's what I want. Like, right. I'm ready for that. Yeah, and, and I get that. And for me, it was. I'm gonna go back and watch it because I, I enjoyed it while I watched that. I don't want anything to say just because we say it's solid or good means it. Oh, it wasn't as good as people were saying. Uh, I want to go back and clean say and watch it. Um, the crowd loved it. I think that adds a, a definite a, a definite boost to any match so uh, you know that helped the cause and then uh i see who's the aisle there uh this was probably chelsea's best match ever i don't know man i i I, you know as far as you know what goes to max's saying here i think it was important though to have this best match ever because now even though i don't think there was a question per se her and diana look even more formidable correct they, yeah, they look they look evenly matched. not a <clears throat> Shawn Michaels and a Janetti. Correct. Um, I thought the ending was well done yeah. to protect Mickey and mm-hmm. and give you the possibility of if they want to come back, you can the foot on the ropes. It was it was it was well done. I mean, she uh, sometimes the foot on the rope thing, like the refs like looking right at it and it's like eh, yeah, and just like looks away. This one was well done. It, he, I don't, I don't. I can't be a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure from what I remember, he was looking at the shoulders, so it wasn't something where he just ignored the foot. It was it was smooth. It was well. I liked. It was a good match. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd say best match ever, but then again, I can't think of every single match I've ever seen her in. Right? Now, yeah, so. yeah. And I, I think that I think some of her work is underrated as well. I, I think yeah. that's I think that's where we gotta uh, <clears throat> start place. But I'm getting excited because the next one up here, Max, is the Undead Realm. We love us some Undead Realm. Some nonsense, um, but this one was a little different. A little, uh, a little production there. A little bit of a tight shot with some, you know, uh, through the woods background, and then to the into the light. What your What are your thoughts on <laughs> on this? This was great. From Taya being like, "Sorry, I had to get my whole outfit ready to do this." Thing. I thought that was great. Per um, evil. Per yeah, evil. that yeah. was that yeah. was good. Um, Rosemary kind of going there. And then, like, giving this long, like, spiel as Ty's like, oh, look, a bright light. I'm going to go there. And then she talks about how, like, it's a clean set. I'm going to I'm gonna decorate a little this here, a little, little this here. Like, yeah. that was fun. It just, it was overall, it was funny. It's, 
it's the type of stuff that I don't want to say you watch Impact for, but when something like that is on Impact, just like the what was the first ever cinematic match? I don't think it was, or maybe it, it was, was uh, the Hardy stuff. Yeah. yeah, but there was one after that that they did. Um, I want to say where it was like outside of the arena. That was also you were like, or even um, after the Hardys. Yeah, it was. It was one after. I was like the first, like right after the Hardys left, they did another cinematic. Yeah. Match. Oh, oh, uh, Steiner and uh, like there was clips where there was like uh, or moments like a uh, Steiner and uh, Jeremy Borash versus. It might have been that or Matthews versus whatever that match was. Yeah, but like things like that when you did, and I know um, what's his, Ethan Page hated it, but him versus the crowd, like things like that are, are to me. Mm. You may not watch Impact Forum, but when you watch them, you're like, this is really well done. Yeah. Like this is yeah. – it's something that's different that other companies have now kind of stolen it and begun to do. Right. And I just think Impact does it better than anyone. No, I, I, I agree. I think it's a, it's one of those things that we, we talked about um, the Impact survey they went out. and they kind of, Yeah, it was Park. Someone said Joe it. Park. Yes, Steiner and Josh versus Joseph Park yeah. and JB. Thank you, Lucha. Um, you know, no, you know, there's been times where production hasn't caught up to, and, and I mean production in the sense of budget, uh, and, and figuring things out, uh, when, you know, this new crop came in, but I think over time they've kind of figured out the niche to it. I would look, I honestly would look forward to a wrestle house coming back, especially with the new toys and, and production value that they, they've seemed to added, uh, seem to add here. And what, what's also important here is like less is more and, yeah. We don't get this all the time, which is not my thing. I would always love a, you know, one segment of something of this nature, Swingers Palace, something, you know, that shows their creative funny side, you know, there. But when it's always trying to – that you're trying to make that your lifeboat, it doesn't work. No, it works perfectly here because it's funny. It was worked out. And the end result that we're not, I haven't talked about yet is in the light. Uh, Havoc is now Jessica. Which is very similar, eerily similar to something we've been talking about on the Impact Zone Max, who also went to the light and had a kind of a perky uh, Susie like uh, thing, right? So Sue Young and yeah. Susie, you go into the light. Same with Havoc here being Jessica. I, I think what we're doing here, and I keep seeing a lot of people, you know, or some people here talking about uh, Chelsea and Deanna eventually going for the tag. I, I do, and I think they're the only ones that can justifiably take the belt off Team Ragnarok. I mean, number two former knockout champions, two legends yeah. in the knockouts division, and, and let alone in wrestling and, and with Taya and Rosemary. So I think that's the next evolution. I can see Tasha and Savannah getting there. I think the ta- knockouts tag is, is aiming towards to be the best it's been since, since yeah. the jump. Um, but, uh, in the shuffle here. Yeah. So I think what we're doing though, is you got, you got two established teams there. Havoc and Sue, I think is, is another one that just has to happen. It makes too much sense. The Susie thing, the Jessica thing, I think that's where they're going. So then you have three prominent tag teams, uh, let alone the influence who are just waiting for Madison to get back. So uh, bravo to them, man. And the undead realm is always uh, a nice palate cleanser. Um, might have been the highlight of the night for me. And the more they do the Undead Realm, the more possibility it is that other people, if they, you know, show up, hey, just don't know what Kira's doing. Yeah. Um, maybe she like maybe she pops up in there for little things. Just little things that you can do there that are funny, so Yeah, and you never know who uh which Dark Order member uh <laughs> just yeah. show up in the, the hallways. Um 
so let's keep moving on so we get to the definitely get to the hot topics as well. Uh, then next they showed the 2008-2013 footage advert. Uh, I think this is important to mention uh, because it's a topic that people talked about. I think someone was trying to hint to us uh, uh, what this announcement was going to be, but I, I won't say that. But either way, we were excited for it to happen. And uh, it looks like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, every week they're updating more and more for every month or whatever it is. Um, we've talked about this exclusive or uh, exclusive exclusive extensively there we go exclusive though with michael cavaccini was my point uh who you'll see around a lot more one, one of those people that we wouldn't be here without as well um writing the 20th year uh, anniversary uh book for impact wrestling so or is writing one about impact wrestling make sure to word that right um but we had talked about him all the time. Like, that was the question we had. All the time, you know, and, and I think he did as well. When, when, you know, the video library, what was the thing? Why is it taking so long? And he gave us a very easy answer, just time and, and workforce. And I'm glad we're getting to a point where, you know, and these are the things we'll talk about where people say, oh, they don't put money into things. Man, there's a time the Undead Realm was literally uh, shot with one light in a fucking uh, gymnasium with, you remember, <laughs> like, with people with shitty... Okay, so... These little big things that are happening, it, you know, show up in, in stuff like this. So, um, Pretty cool to see that they're investing in that. Uh, gives you a reason to get that app. Um, I still have it for, you know, just to be kind. Now, are they going to put this stuff on YouTube as well? I don't – I think that's going to be the catch, right? You get it? I think that's what makes you get the app. I, I feel like I feel like they should just put it all on YouTube. I'd rather them just focus on that and then unfortunately phase the app out. Yeah, but I think money. They're still getting from jokes like me who still <laughs> still want to help the company. Yeah. Um, but you know what's cool? And this might be, you know, we always talk about doing review shows and stuff and, and whatever. Um, that would be a cool era to do because it was kind of the first time we started watching wrestling together in that yeah. 2009, 2008, somewhere around there. 2010, 2000, yeah. Yeah, right around there. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I think how old I was. Yeah, that, that fits. 2009, 2010. Yeah. All right. Um sell or share the app to paramount yeah i think the eventually the long-term plan of this is to sell to somebody else i would love for them to be on paramount that would be phenomenal yeah uh next up was a bti flashback myers and guger are kind of just just hashing it up obviously we're going to get that dmc uh, championship match soon dm championship masha slamovich is still undefeated uh defeating Tennille dashwood right here um a little dissension meh um, but I think that's the play is, is stall until Giselle, uh, finds some, not in real life, find something else, but in the show, uh, keep making yeah. or losing. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Mike Bailey, uh, talking about his attack after his match with Alan Angels. Uh, and I like the continuity here. I like they were not just saying, oh, Joe Doring and Diener beat the shit out of them last week. No response. Here, here's the response. Yeah. <laughs> the response is, hey, if in a, in the wild, wild west that is Impact Wrestling, Max, if you beat the shit out of somebody when they're not looking, get a title match. So, hey, <laughs> why not? <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure that's, hap- that's how most wrestling stuff happens. I don't like you. I'll make a title match. Why the hell not? <laughs> Man, it's... Uh, like- Fuck it. I, it works. And that's not one of those head-scratcher moments. I do it. I bring it up to joke. I like it because it fits Bailey, And, and that's Bailey's thing. He's, you want to attack me from behind? I just, I will have a match with you. <laughs> like, that's all, yeah, all you have to do. Is, I mean, that's, you know. people, people make their own matches in wrestling all the time. Like, AEW has a ranking system. Mm-hmm. FDR has been number one for, like, six months. 
and the Young Bucks just magically made a, a title match with Team Taz and Swerve and I want to call him um, Keith Lee. Mm. Like, yeah, fuck those guys were ranked one. We don't like you. We'll do this. Like, it's just what wrestling does. It's just so pro pro it's wrestling. The way it's always happened. Pro pro wrestling. If you want to make an AEW show at Max, uh... <laughs> hey, I you know. Uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, next up was what we already mentioned. Mickey James has left the building. I think it you know gives her a refresh as she does her other stuff, NWA and such, and lives a life. Uh, and then last but not least, Heath attacks, taking out Vincent, but honor honor no more. Still defeats the Bullet Club. How fucking cool are the Bullet Club together? Honor no more. I know eventually it's the inevitable happens, um, but yeah. So I was torn here. Obviously, I love me some Bullet Club. Um, they're my number one favorite faction in all of wrestling. That includes the people in wwe who pretend to be part of bullet club but really aren't um but i don't know more had to win at some point like i felt like they were taking some l's i want i feel like there's so much potential with that group with the kingdom with kenny king with eddie edwards to really go there and really even vincent potentially to technically you could say challenge for every single belt yeah and I just I feel like they needed a win here. Um, once again, I was sad Bullet Club lost, but I was happy Chris Bay <laughs> did not eat the pin like he has so many times in a row. But I don't think the man has won in like three months. I, w- I well yes, but I think they're once again it, it, sometimes it's not booking out of stupu- stupidity. Oh, oh, we forgot about Chris Bay. Sometimes it's uh... yeah no, but I mean yeah when he's team with Jay White. I, I, you're not gonna have Jay Whitey to pick. So yeah, and, you know, and he's and he's so. being uh he's being positive and 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 it, maybe that win uh, <laughs> uh, changes his mindset. But uh, I root for this kid, man. Uh, it's funny that the comparison we've made since you know whatever, uh, you know, obviously you could say that uh, Josh is the is the angle because obviously the comparison's there. But he's the Joe of of what was you know yeah. to us. Um, we say that AJ is the ace, ace is the AJ, and Daniels is the is Bay. And for Daniels and AJ to tag together, and now Bay and it just fits, man. I I, I, I they're on the they're on a good path, especially with the uh, time splitters coming in and all these other things possibilities. Yeah, we, I'm really excited. We don't know what's happening with the Good Brothers. We'll talk about that later yeah. on. But if if they end up leaving, it makes perfect sense for Bay and Ace to. Team up and and basically fill their void as Bullet Club tag team or as the Bullet Club tag team right. in Impact. If how do you switch? The good, yeah, or if Good Brothers like are going to be kind of in and out for a period. It's right. like, hey, we want to have a number one tag team from the book. Okay, cool. It's you two now. So it'll be interesting to see. I like them both. I think I think they look good together as a group. Um, I think that's a good four guys to have. So. Yeah, I'm trying to – I hope that's not a spoiler in there. Once again, spoiler-free. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I think they, they can go for uh, anything. And we've talked about extensively in the Impact Zone. The, the team is literally depth in every yeah. facet. And I know we'll answer that about who we think will be going uh, – where Bound for Glory will be held, but as, as well as who is in the main event. Uh, we'll talk about that in the Hot Topics, but – uh, that was the show, Max. I want to know overall what you thought about it. For me, honestly, I think it really felt, and there's, and this is actually a good and bad thing I have, 
an up and a down. Um, it's five weeks to emergence. You knew a wrestling-filled filler show to where we end the old stuff, begin the new was going to happen. This was it. There was a lot of wrestling. I love wrestling, unfortunately. Uh, fortunately, so, uh, you know, stoked to be that. They're stoked for, for it to be that. At the same time, uh, it was definitely that. It was a show that had some cool things in it and some really good matches. Overall, I don't know, a, a B? I was on the B in the B world. Yeah, I'd probably go B plus, maybe A minus. Yeah. Um, oh. I thought the, I do agree with you. Ending some of the feuds with the VBD and Josh, kind of, st- and they did. They ended some, started some new things. Um, I feel like we've seen the Bullet Club verse. Um, I don't know more a bunch, so maybe this ends that. Right. Who knows? But I feel you kind of you, but you do start some things. You start. Macklin and Sammy, you start um, Speedball versus potentially BBD. You kind of introduce some of the underground yep. stuff. So it was it was kind of a start and stop, a, tra- a um, transitional. A, yeah, episode. but I, I think I give it a I give it a B plus A minus. It was a very good show, uh, but it was it was very wrestling heavy, which isn't a bad thing. No, I I don't think so either. I think it's just that uh, it, it's very uh, um, it's harder to be. Uh, liked by I don't know I just feel like a lot of people only come for sometimes the results uh, yeah you know so so uh, or what what happened oh nothing changed oh god yeah people want to see progression and the that kind of tail end of a storyline and the the fresh start of a storyline aren't always the most exciting parts Mm. of it so yeah that's a good point Uh, Burt Macklin 11 hey what's up Burt uh, that the show still made an impact. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I agree. I, I would have said B Realm, uh, really some really good matches in it. Um, I mean, it literally began and ended with a main event in my eyes. Uh, but you guys rated it, uh, once again, highest number. Almost 100, I think. I think definitely past 70-something. Uh, but either way, 44% with an A and B, 39%. With nine for C and, and nine for D. I don't know if not, that D is for douche. Um, so I don't know if that's a real vote. I never know. Um, the C I could understand. Not that it in my eyes was it, but uh, or it was, but, you know, whatever. Um, people have their opinion. Max, do you agree with this? Is this kind of a general consensus of... I do. I feel like our, our numbers are off. Hold on. I don't know. That's a hundred and one percent. I'm looking at it. I'm like, there's no way. Oh, man, that's what Twitter gave me. I got a screenshot. I'm like, there's no way forty-four. I was like, that does, something doesn't seem right there. I was like, I'm. They rounded I'm, up. I'm I imagine. I guess so. I'm gonna assume there was only eight percent of people thought it was a there D. There you go. Uh, I don't know, but either way, uh, I was looking. I was like, I feel like that's off. But no, I thought, yeah, I agree with that. I think, I mean, if if you really like wrestling, you're. I think you're gonna like wrestling is in like in ring mm-hmm. wrestling and i think i think definitely think it's an a show for you if, if you don't if you're kind of like, okay if you said maybe a little bit heavy like we'd i think b i've uh, c and d i mean i don't know yeah, was, yeah i don't know who knows what those but uh either way thank you guys for voting do uh and if you want to be shout out shouted out just uh, comment underneath i know gary does her uh buddy gary always does it quote tweets us and uh quote tweets us i can't get my words out all right god it's hot all right, Max, let's get into some more nonsense here. Okay. Hot, hot Topics. So Hot, hot Topics, uh, guys, for, for future here on out, 
it is going to be deciphered by you. Uh, you write us, you comment us, uh, you tweet us, whatever it is. If you have a question for us, uh, we will put it up here. We'll answer it. We'll make it uh, about what you guys want us to answer compared to what we want you to fucking listen to. <laughs> uh, but let's uh, let's go to the first one. It's a return of our buddy, Metal Lazy 25 We got a couple from him. Uh, and we talked a little bit in detail. But uh, as always, guys, uh, it's uh, not about having the same opinion. Uh, it's about, uh, you know, coming right at each other, having a conversation, and, and still being pro-pro wrestling, pro-impact wrestling. And, uh, yeah, so we obviously aren't going to agree on this, but we'll see, we'll see what he says. Uh, I think Grace should retain the KO title versus, Ma- uh, versus Mia and have it be Grace versus Masha at Bound for Glory. I cannot read today. But if they think it's too early for Masha to be KO champ, I hope they don't Kelly have Kelly and Masha face each other like they did with Frost and Shaw, which I thought slowed momentum for both. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's all fair points. I think the the end res- the end game for me is is Grace versus Masha at Bound for Glory. I actually don't even want Masha to win that. I think it doesn't hurt her character to finally be up against someone who's an equal. Um, yeah, and that's and that's sometimes the better story. And then as in regards to Frost and Shaw, we've talked about this. I I liked it because in we'll take the backstage stuff out of it because we don't know um, when the the you know the riff there came with her and Impact. Not riff, but the point where she checked out um and or wanted to whatever whatever i the i thought it was a good route you bring these two people who establish as newcomers with a little bit of uh push behind them they go back and forth kind of like dare i say you know booker benoit those kind of best seven man matches uh and i thought it was going to end up somewhere good but obviously real world stuff comes into play here i think yeah I feel like the the Frost and Shaw stuff slowed momentum because at some point, and nothing wrong with this Lady Frost wasn't happy with where she was at. Right. And then she, they kind of slowed from there. But um, I think that if, I, I still think there was eventually, um, originally plans for them to be a tag team. Yeah. And that kind of fell through. And I think had that happened... I don't think we would have thought, oh, this slowed momentum. This slowed momentum. We would have been like, oh, this built into something really good, a really good tag team. So yeah, yeah, and I think the payoff would have been them coming close to winning. They lose, and one turns on each other. Then you have another yeah. program with them with already matches where they're familiar with each other and have you know some chemistry. So um, you know, anyways, uh, it didn't come to fruition. Sometimes just because it doesn't come to fruition doesn't mean that wasn't the plan from the jump. Sometimes shit happens. Uh, next up, glad Josh has finally moved on from VBD. <laughs> five weeks, brother. Five weeks. Uh, I think the Goof Brothers... Uh, possibly leaving would be a good thing since they didn't improve viewership. They weren't nearly as good in the ring and some fans thought, nor were they entertaining. Uh, big thumbs down from me, Max. I'll let you hit that one, uh, and I'll touch on points that I, if you happen to miss them, which I doubt you will. Um, but... Uh, why the hate? Why the hate for the Good Brothers? He answers that. So I love I love me some Good Brothers. Um, Carl Anderson is also never openweight champion, so clearly New Japan Pro Wrestling loves them some Good Brothers too. And who am I to argue with them? Uh, but they came when they first came in. They were here for like a week and a half, and the world shut down. Yeah. And that was a rough. And when there was no fans at all, that was a rough time for wrestling. It was it was hard to watch. Yeah. Um, even when WWE did that Terror Dome thing with all the video screens that was even better because at least you saw some reaction right. so to me 
I, I don't think you can put the the viewership thing. I mean, as much as I love Kenny Omega, he did improve viewership a bit, but for the most part at this point, I don't think there's a single wrestler that you're going to sign that is going to consistently increase viewership week in and week out. Yeah. Even with AEW, they signed CM Punk. Big jump, then things kind of came down and settled. Like, it's at this point, if you don't like Impact, nobody they sign is going to get you to all of a sudden be like, well, heck, man, half a million people all now, all of a sudden now decided we're going to tune into Impact because they signed Cross the Jesus line. coming yeah. back and being yeah. signed to Impact Wrestling. Like, there's just no one out there. Even even someone like Roman Reigns, John Cena, those people, people will tune in for a bit and they'll be like, eh, this isn't for me. This is why I don't watch it. Um, I think they're great for Impact. I think they've done a lot of good things. I think clearly you watch them at um, what is it? What's the comedy thing with Sex Ferguson and uh, Chad? But like yeah. that, they clearly enjoy doing stuff like that. Um, they've been willing to take losses when needed. So they're they're not somebody who, to me, seems like their ego is getting in the way of what's going on. Yeah. And obviously. They've helped repair a relationship with New Japan that ding, 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 we ding, never ding. thought was going to be anything. Yeah. We now have Chris Bay and Ace Austin and Bullet Club. Ace Austin went over to New Japan and performed amazing in Best of Super Juniors. Yeah. So I think overall signing them was awesome. I do think that you will see them go over and do a run in New Japan because I think that's just natural where they want to be. Yeah. Um but it wouldn't surprise me if after that they come back and then they split time between the two. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we always talk about it. The ratings are what they are. Max just got a box. I'm sure Impact's ratings will go up 20,000 uh, next week. So the, the No, I don't I don't have access to TV. I got to watch on you. Oh, so, okay, never mind. But uh, the point is is that the, the system is is 100 years old. They're trying to make it better, but it, it, does it garner something? It does. Does it matter to to some uh, advertisers, of course, yes. I'm not going to deny that. The point is, though, is they wouldn't keep the lights on if it wasn't there was a, there wasn't a reason to keep the lights on. So they're obviously pleased with the viewership they are getting either through YouTube money, through Access TV. Well, obviously they own it, but you know what I mean. Like, so I don't think viewership was really the intention of the Good Brothers coming in. Yeah, I, is Anthem happy? That's all that matters. Right. And are we happy watching the product with them on yeah. it? And I think, you know, there's been some patches. We could say that. But, you know, you said it yourself. It's, it's one of your favorite segments. I think the main thing is, is does Rocky Romero and does New Japan uh, rebuild that bridge? Now, Scott did go over there before the Good Brothers even uh, came to Impact or were a thought about that, at least. But at the same time, I, I think they've had a, a huge part in a lot of things that, you know, I don't. They have a they're, they're they're intertwined with Impact and they and they do a, a good job of promoting and helping Impact behind the scenes as well. I think we can't deny that. I think sometimes, you know, I don't know. I don't know how to say it because I I think they still have it in the ring. I think you know even though they're dicking around it's, about it. <laughs> unfortunately, you know. and I'm not saying this is what he's doing, but right now the cool thing to do in the IWC is shit on the Good Brothers. Right. Like, <clears throat> oh, they're really not that good. They're, but, I mean, I think I still, like, their match against the Briscoes was good. Yeah. Like, it's, so. 
You know, I, I think it's just the eye of beholder. I think if you don't like them, you don't like yeah. them. You're going to shit on them. You're going to shit on them either way. I've said it multiple times. I think the, the key to impact growing is the same as prof, uh, professional wrestling growing. It's it's not, you know, tribalistic shitting on each other. It, it's inclusion. And uh, the fact that you guys uh, dislike the Good Brothers for... And that's another thing, you know, we could talk about is, is they're at least here for the summer. Uh, if not longer, I think Max is right as far as going to Japan, coming here, splitting things there. Um, we went into impact, impact is the impact zone, and talked about that, you know, um, a lot. I was going to say extensively again. Um, so I won't touch on it too much. I, I just think that uh, you know they're grateful for each other, and um, I don't think the money they're making is breaking the bank. Like the idea that yeah. we couldn't sign. Buddy Matthews, or we couldn't sign Tony Storm because uh, because of the money, or Keith Lee. Could that be one thing? Sure. At the same time, they're leaving WWE. They want to be on the biggest platform to say F you to their former employee. And it hey, is what it is. Let's be realistic. I love me some Buddy Matthews since he was since they were Blake, since he was Blake and Murphy. But I would take Ace and Chris in Bullet Club, Ace and Best of Super Juniors, the relationship with New Japan um switchblade and impact doing mm-hmm. programs and impact over a buddy matthews like kenny omega and if i mean I, kenny o- yeah i mean yeah. not that saying that they're responsible for all of it but but yeah but you don't know they're clearly friends with right, those people right. they have a relationship so it's you you don't you never quite know what holds things together what mm-hmm. are the strings that really keep everything together so right, right. um and another thing is, I don't think uh, you know there's been any a single uh, complaint about them in the locker room, which I you know I think Impact is one of their specialties is having, from what it seems, a pretty family you know group oriented yeah. locker room. Um, so if it wasn't worth the money to them, they wouldn't give them the money. But uh, let's move on to our buddy Chris Alita here. Uh, back to the Good Brothers. So perfect transition. It's pretty clear most of us know they're committed to working Wrestle Kingdom come January. And they're going to bounce back and forth between the two companies. That's what we're saying here. Uh, I think we agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one more forum. Uh, I'm still sold on the Briscoe sticking around. It would be nice if the BFG series does make a return leading to Bound for Glory. Uh, and as far as free agents, Kelly did like a tweet of mine, which also mentions Dakota Kai. And I've thrown some lobs to Speedball about Gargano. Yeah, man. Um, I think there's still some game changers out there um, in the small sense. You know, obviously, there's some bigger ones now with uh, still Bray, but, uh, you know, allegedly Naomi and Sasha. I think he's going back to WWE. You think so? Yeah, they've been running some vignettes that seem to point to it. I think he's going back there. Uh, But no, Naomi and Sasha, but she's charging, Sasha's charging 30 grand for an appearance, man. Hey, man, I'd pay it. Um, as As far as this goes, Briscoe's, I agree with you. Uh, I, I, you know, they're obviously advertised for after um, the ROH show. It was Starcast as well. Uh, I, I think that Impact has opened their arms to them and have given a spot in the family to them. If they choose, that's the route they go. That's another thing we have to remember. And we were just talking about the the free agents. Is what did they want? What, what do the free agents want? It, it's not really yeah. just an Impact make an effort. It's it's you know so I think the the impact is making an effort with the Briscoes I think the Briscoes see it we'll see if uh, 
if it all adds up. As far as Bound for Glory series, yeah, it's something we mentioned. I, I think it would be awesome because we can all agree that it is one of the more talked about glaring issues. Or I don't even know if it's an issue. I like I don't like where we're at per se, but I'm not I'm not pitchforking for it. Um, but your thoughts on a Bound for Glory series returning and the possible people? I mean, it, it can make a lot of people. Yeah, um, I like the the Bound for Glory series because it does give you some from that you can create new feuds new rivalries based off of how things go right. um it instantly gives you a and a bound for glory main event and you don't you don't have to come up with a a storyline or a reason mm. why is he wrestling him well he's wrestling because he won the bound for glory series right. so I, I just i like it i think it's a a good way to set up who it's like Royal Rumble. Like it's just, it's a good way to set up who gets there. And then you can always create a feud from that, from who's winning until bound for glory. So I like it a lot. I think it would be an interesting way to set things up. I would love for someone like Ace Austin, um, to main event at bound for glory. I think that would be amazing. Um, well, let's actually, let's bring this up here. Because uh, Best Side 92, I do like how they're giving Kelly a character instead of her just being an MMA wrestler, which we have seen a lot in pro wrestling in recent years. Who do you think Josh will face at Bound for Glory? So we'll get back to the Killer Kelly thing in just a second. But as far as Josh, who do you, is Ace where you want them to go, or is that where you think I, they go? I, I feel like he's, if I'm picking like big names, because it's Bound for Glory, yeah. you want to have a match that you know is going to blow the roof mm. off ace austin or jay briscoe i mean those are those are the two those are the two people that i can think right now i'm let and i mean santana's out because he just he has an acl injury i'm pretty yeah. sure um so i don't think he's coming back and he'll be there fast enough the only other person would maybe be eddie edwards with honor no more but i feel <clears> like I like Eddie. I would have no problem with Eddie becoming champion. Oh, no. But I don't know if I want him and Josh at Bound for Glory. Like, Bound for Glory to me needs to be a holy crap yeah. type main event match in terms of, like, build and in-ring and potential. And I don't know if – Eddie's great, but I, I feel like he's kind of a I've seen this already kind of thing. Yeah. So – I'm with you, and you're in the right direction. I think it makes the most sense with Eddie. Uh, the kingdom idea, you know, makes a lot of sense with Eddie as, as being a part of that. But what I actually hope happens is that Honor No More implodes before that. Um, I love Jay Briscoe versus Josh. I've, I've talked about that clamor for that for, for quite a bit. Um, you don't know where you, if he's signing. You don't know if that if, what's the case. Yeah. If, if, when they come back, Mark's obviously going to be healed so you know you don't really go the singles route um i think matt taven is the go really and i wanted you know i wouldn't have said this before he came in uh it's not something i would have thought about but this guy's got it whatever it is he has it can he be refined is there some things that sure i got you um, and I would have, I would have agreed with you wholeheartedly prior to him coming into impact. I'm going to be honest, but seeing his work, um, and, and your eye being drawn on as far as in every segment, 
And if Impact is in Boston for Bound for Glory, which I think is more the, the shoot. I don't think it's New York City. They'll be in Philly, which will be there. Well, I hope you'll be there. I'll be there for sure um, for Philly at the end there. So I imagine they stay northeast. Could be New York again. Hope it's not Melrose. Um, that was a an experience, um, but fun nonetheless. I hope it's in Boston or, or that area, and I think that being his hometown, y- you give him the gold. And the problem we have with Impact, that people have with Impact a lot, oh, the main event, who's other than Josh? Moose is with doing this, Sammy's doing this, Eddie and Eric is the same thing. If this dude already knows, like, I got a t-shirt with these dudes. I like them. They believe in me. I believe in this. Fuck everybody else because they obviously don't give it, you've given me a shot. They've tried ROH thing. What's he going to go in there and just like the Briscoes and lose for a fucking pay-per-view? He's got the ability to to be champion here. And I and I think that's if that's the problem, you create a star Bound for Glory series or not, which would be interesting. Put Eddie and him both in the Bound for Glory series. It takes care of that. But him in Boston, that gives Josh a foe for, I mean, they're both young in yeah. wrestling terms. So, I don't know, man. You know I wouldn't say that prior, but I, I think that would be. That would be interesting. I mean, that would, that would be really, really interesting to have Matt Taven there. Um, I mean, we'll see. I, I would Baltimore. like to see him. I would like to see the kingdom together as a tag team. Yeah, of course. But if that's, if that's not what they want. Um, I mean, I also. I don't have a problem with tag teams doing their own thing for a period. Right. As long as they're not tag team champions. Yeah. I don't want to see the tag team champions go after one of them be like, forget this. I'm going to go after like yeah. a world heavyweight like that. I don't like, but I mean, I think that would, be, I would, I would like to see honor no more stay together. I know. I would just like to see them kick Eddie out. Yeah. If anything, like I want, I want Taven and King and I just Bennett and Vincent and Maria to remain a group. Right. I like them as a faction. I would, I would take PCO and Vincent out. They're they're viable characters on their own. Uh, I think you rock with the other group as, as the the kingdom until it implodes. I like Kenny King with with them, as you said, with Bennett, Maria, and, and Taven, and Eddie. So I, I think that works. Um, and then eventually you can have the whatever. I think the easy booking is Eddie wins that, the Kingdom can win the tag. Right? That's full circle for the for the. Yeah. I just I want to move forward, and I love Eddie. See, no, but and I would. But, I'd be okay with that. I would be okay with Bennett, Taven, Maria, and Kenny King. Because, like, there's no reason for Kenny King to turn on them. Kenny King goes after the X, right. he goes after the DMC, right. whatever. He teams with Bennett as, like, they become the kingdom. Right. Like, I mean, there, there's a lot of options. A, that, would be a, that would be a good grouping. Those, those four yeah. would be a good grouping. And I think you could do different things. You could have, like you said, Taven be a world champion and Bennett and Kenny go for the tag titles or things can all like rotate within themselves yeah. really well. Well, I think the key for me though, and, and I like, once again, I want to, I love Eddie. I hope he does. It would make sense for him to get a run as champion with this group and the kingdom doing, you know, whatever as well. Um, but the, oh, is that cat? Uh, but if Josh is your guy, right, which he is, he is the face of the company right now. Um, 
and he's someone they built up for the moment. He won his belt, he cashed in, all that stuff. Who takes it off of him? You don't want to give it a oh, veteran. I don't. I don't like the idea of a veteran taking it off of him. No, I agree. Let me look at something. Yeah, real quick. Let's figure out because because I, I think the money is yeah Ace. That's that's another star maker. Uh, I, I see people saying it might be Baltimore. So the Boston thing is nothing. <laughs> might not even be play. Um, yeah, you know, critical stink. I mean, if they're critical. Baltimore, they could just roll down to Old Dominion there and have go. a down for glory there. Uh, Taven for a title push, yes, as soon as Bound for Glory. I don't so, know about that. Yeah, I know, I know. It's a little bit of a reach, but my point is is if Josh is going to lose this, now it doesn't mean he's going to lose it Bound for Glory, but I think you have an opportunity to make another main eventer on that night, you do so. Yeah, and if that's Ace, so he's been Ace. champion for 84 days. Who? So, Josh. Oh, so not a Yeah, not a huge – that's what I wanted to check. I wanted to see, like, how long he had been champion. And then Bound for Glory is in October. So Another two months. Yeah, so August. So it's usually, I don't know if they have an official date. I haven't looked. Uh, October 23rd is what it was. So we'll call it end of October. So we'll say another one. Uh, so August, September. So another three months. So mm. another 90-ish days. Um, so you put them well over 100. That would be an okay time for him to lose it. I don't think... Yeah. Like it's it's a solid rain time. Yep. Um, you're well over you're you know over 150 days. Mm-hmm. So he's so it's it's a it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Like Bound for Glory is a good spot where you he could lose it or he could keep it. So and I think that adds to the intrigue when you look at it. Like if yeah, you know, and that's the thing. Does he have to lose it? No, uh, I don't think no. it, I don't think he has to. But Bound for Glory. For the, you know, we've always said it. Slammiversary always feels bigger. All these other shows feel bigger. I think for Bound for Glory to be a end on a, a high note, you kind of have to make another star, I think. Uh, and, you know, if Josh loses and you have that new star, say it's Ace, say it's Tim, whoever it is, right? Um, look at the people that now we're saying, oh, man, there's no depth in the, the heavyweight era. World title picture. Look at it. Now it, who's gunning for it? Josh, Moose, Sammy, uh, you know, insert who, Macklin, whoever, whoever. That, yeah, so yeah, based off that Sammy and Macklin feud, that could elevate Macklin right. up there. So, no, I, I agree with you. I think creating a new star would be a really smart way to go about it. And I, I do I do agree with you. Slammiversary always feels like the big right. one. Um, but it would be interesting for Bound for Glory to end with him losing whether whoever it is that wins it as long as it's someone new you kind of launch into your next year right similar to how like as a you know this is the year of blank i think that's i think that's a really smart thing to do and and that's what i want to say i want to see how long he had been champion because i never i never like fast turn i don't like a guy Oh, he's been champion for 35 days, and then he like like me. I like so this is a, a good enough time for him. Well, what I I, I think they've done here though is, is they've given him, you know, we, I always say it, man. You know, obviously, angry Josh is better Josh because a, a face I'm gonna take on everybody is you can only do so much with that. Obviously, Bailey's doing that yeah. now as well. So they're get put letting Josh put in the work in these matches. I mean, he's going through the roster. So when he does lose, it's not like oh, Josh was screwed. Um, he might get screwed on in cave in the story, uh, but it won't be in yeah. real life. Um, it is. It's <clears throat> four, and we've talked about this. Four faces 
the biggest thing is the chase to the title. Yep. For heels, it's usually their reign as champion. Yeah. With some small differences. So I agree. I think him going in there, be a fighting champion, face off against Motor City Machine Gun A, Motor City Machine Gun B, <laughs> and then kind of he'll have that. I think that'll be a good way for him to... I think the Bound for Glory series should happen, but if it doesn't, I'm not going to be upset. Um, uh, but uh, I think uh, this would be the time to try to elevate multiple people um, at the same time. And the Bound for Glory series makes things make sense without having to have them be, oh, you stole my girlfriend or whatever the fuck thing. You know, like there doesn't need to be yeah, storyline. If, if you want to create cracks in... Honor No yes. More, Taven wins the Bound for Glory series, wins the title, and then it's like, well, I'm not the leader of Honor No More, but I've got the title. Like, what, Do we like, really and then need this guy? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, then you lead to Eddie what? getting upset and them, you know. And that's like what that, uh, it, our buddy Millard here, so Parkside 7 said, Max, if they kick out Eddie eventually, maybe Eddie could go back with Davey, return, reform yeah, the Wolves, and then, then you have Wolves versus the, uh, the, the Kingdom. So, yeah, man, I, I think there's a lot of play there. I see he also said uh, there's a lot of unsigned wrestlers saying very complimentary things about Impact. Yeah, man, the long game for them is to bank on their creative team, uh, and they're doing that. And then they're building these new talents um, to be when we finally do get that Christian-like signing, that angle-like signing that boosts us to the next level or, or spotlight, we're already ready. Our depth is established, and it feels like what we always talked about, which is Attitude Era. Every segment has a, a, a star in it. Um, but I do want to speak something to Creative. I don't want to ignore his other thing real quick before we get out of here. But um, He mentioned Kelly as a character, not just doing the MMA wrestler thing. They're giving him these kind of cool vignettes. I really dig them. Um, and... Uh, I'm trying to read what else you Oh, is that it? Just he likes it? Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, they like it. Um, I do too, man. Uh, you know, it's not just I'm going to come and beat you up. I'm a former MMA wrestler, MMA, MMA Fire. fighter, slash whatever. Um, so I dig that. And, and it's not just, once again, this is Impact showcasing how, yeah, she has some buzz on the on the indies. Unfortunately, she's been out of the game for a bit, kind of taking a breather. She was signed with Impact for two years. We haven't seen her, so that, that kind of gives you an example. Um, and this is what we can do with you. So that, that I don't want to say bottom tier because that's horrible, but that indie level character who maybe isn't known to the masses, they know Impact will take care of them. I mean, you look at what Impact has done, and it kind of is the company that launches people. Oh, for sure. Like AJ, granted, you can argue his work in New Japan, but he got to New Japan because of what he did in Impact. Right. Um, Drew Galloway was in Impact, and then he Bobby Lashley yeah. was ECW champion, nothing, and then became a main eventer in Impact. Samoa Joe, Impact. Satana and Ortiz were, I mean, I can't be 100% sure, but were probably signed by AEW because of their work in impact. So I think it makes sense to be complimentary of impact because you understand this is a place where I can go. I can showcase what I do and I can develop a little bit more and not just be indie wrestler guy. I can, I can build up a character and impact seems okay with 
bringing people in for short runs and then letting them go do stuff and bringing them back. So I think that's another smart way. So yeah, and it's you know once again pro pro wrestling, but I believe nine out of ten promotions it signs a killer Kelly. She comes in as MMA wrestler or fighter person. And yes, it's already there. It's part of her shtick. But why not give an extra layer? Give it some depth so she has something else to fall back on. And I, I think they did a, a, a fantastic job of in reintroducing her uh, to the wrestling world, I guess. Yeah, we, we've seen that gimmick a bunch. Yeah. It's it's kind of been the go-to, I'm a badass character, kind of is that MMA-style fighter is kind right. of what shows go to. So it's nice that they're like, hey, let's try something different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, Steve Macklin's stock is way up because of Impact. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look at, look. I know, I know. I just went on about him, but look at Taven. Even his stock was pretty damn high with ROH and, and other fans that you know. I just obviously wasn't into it at that time. But now getting a spotlight here to re showcase or to show what he actually is about and how many more fans does he have? So it, it, the the narrative of no one's gonna, you're not gonna get eyes in Impact or it's. People still watch it. People still fuck with it. They might not be able to say it out loud for some reason, <laughs> but but the money's in there somewhere. The individual YouTube Deanna, matches dude. get good views. Deanna, Deanna's another one. Yeah, she was really nothing. I mean, I think that was more to WWE's detriment, but she was just kind of meh well, in WWE. And let's then... make a mention that most of the meh is because of where they were <laughs> as well. Impact's a miracle work, but not that kind. They have the talent. It's just... Yeah, yeah, these aren't, yeah, these aren't, they aren't taking bumps off the street and turn them into gold. It's people who have, they see the, they see that these people are diamonds and then like, hey, let's come in and polish you up. um, All right, that was, yeah, man, what a good way to, what a, end that one. Uh, This is the end. I know it says next up is the impact zone, but it is not. Uh, I apologize for the lack of a head up where, uh, Kind of uh, just going with the flow here, uh, making it work, and uh, hopefully producing some fun content and a lot more content uh, coming out. Uh, but uh, we appreciate you guys. We love you. This chat has been blowing up, and we, we love everyone that's in there. Um, everyone that's watched, liked, commented, uh, shat on us uh, <laughs> or not, uh, we appreciate you. We really do. Like Once again, this is uh, two friends having to talk about Impact Wrestling. Um, it will be soon uh, a lot more of two friends talking about something and um i say i implore you guys to do more of it okay it doesn't always have to be about the numbers doesn't always have to be about uh uh getting your shine sometimes it's about just living in the moment and, and having a good time and that's something i'm separate career and thing it's something we all gotta learn but it was a pleasure max it was fun i'm excited to continue fun. to do this as am i uh, what do you, uh, well, obviously let me run down that really quick before I ask you. Uh, we have Diener versus Bailey for the X division title this coming Thursday. Deanna and Chelsea both coming off of, uh, well, Deanna, I think lost, but, <laughs> but still big, big high profile matches. Uh, and the, we'll call it a win for the purpose of mental win. Uh, and then versus Mia and Jordan. So I always like that, man. We have a lot of time before emergence. They're building to the world championship match, putting them as a tag team slowly uh see where that crack uh develops and then of course we have the number one contendership match Sabin versus Shelly and uh I'm guessing Kushida comes uh this episode I don't know I I would hope so I um I think the Sabin versus Shelly is going to be the best match um I'm super excited about that one but I'm really excited to see what happens with the Diana and Mia or not Diana the Jordan and 
me of the split because I have a feeling oh, yeah. there's going to be something that's going to cause them to lose, and I'm interested to see how that builds. But Well, that's actually a good question to have. We have a little bit of time. We're not doing the impact zone. The Mia thing. Do you want it to go that traditional route of there's a crack, da-da-da-da, now there's a blood feud does that make someone a heel, right? How do you... I mean, I don't I don't think there has to be, like, a blood feud, but I just think them them not being a tag team... Dissension. ...causes an issue. Yeah, causes an issue. Oh, and then you just get, like, a square off. Like, look, like, I don't... Who gives a shit about this match? Like, I'm coming for your title. Like, that's... It is. It doesn't have to be anybody be a heel, right. but just, like, some type of of unfamiliarity between the two of them causes the Matt for them to lose them to lose yeah. yeah so it gives Dion and Chelsea a win and then just continues to push towards emergence yeah I, I think dissension is the wrong term I just mean like some kind of uh, a mess up in between there a little bit of miscommunication yeah, yeah. to, to yeah. yeah no I I would like to keep both of them in a, in a face realm um, I think they oh, will yeah, I but it makes the most sense for Deanna and Chelsea to get the dub here um now, was it, or no, Mia, yeah, maybe she was part of that crappy group. Was she ever part of whatever Eric Young built in WWE? No, like, no, he... no, 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 no. Sanity or Sandy? Sandy, Sandy was no, he? No, no, no. That was, she was part of the Dollhouse. That was... No, that was, she was part of something else where she wore a mask in Retribution. WWE. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I can't remember. I um, they repackaged one of them as with uh, whatever LA Knight is now. Um. Dude, I'm I, I I don't even Eli Drake. I just know they they repack he repackaged one of them into something, but I couldn't remember. She was in um, Retribution. Yeah, I believe it was her and Mercedes Martinez and somebody else. I forgot who the other person was. Uh, I yeah. don't know T Bar, <laughs> Jackknife, and something. and uh, what were the two uh, animals from Turtles too? <laughs> Ray, uh, Razor uh, and Bebop and Rocks. <laughs> no, not Bebop. Oh yeah, them two. Yeah. They were probably in it, too. Who knows? Oh, shit. Fake Antifa. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fake I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, guys. All right. Thanks for rocking with us uh, for 100 episodes. Here's to 100 more, man. Every Sunday, 8 p.m. live. We'll be back in the groove doing this, man. Um, the Impact Zone, like I said, won't be airing tonight, but it will be a segment. I think we nailed it. We're going to try it right here. Toka and Razor. Thanks for it, No, those are, those are the dudes from... AOP, right? <laughs> Token Razor, wasn't that who yeah, they were? Uh, let's see if this works, just for shits and gigs. Hey, it works. All right. So hey, there we are. The Impact Zone uh, will be a segment uh, once a month we're going to do. It will be an hour, hour and a half episode, whatever. We'll go a little bit over, talk about it, and kind of update us where we're at. And uh, it could make a return uh, as a full thing, but at least you'll get your 30-minute episode uh, with it. It's not going to be a... Because let's be realistic, our top twenty-five didn't change that much every week, so we kind of started. We originally like this top twenty-five thing's gonna be great, and then we're like, it's a lot of work. People don't get signed fast enough for us to. Be <laughs> well, that too. It was it was great when WWE was releasing like twenty people a week. Yeah. We're like, man, this thing is we can do this top twenty-five. But when you're in the when when, when you're in the I'm waiting for people to lose their job business, it's yeah, we're just stretching it's this. Horrible. This isn't yeah. We kind of like this isn't as good. Oh man, once a month gives us timing. Oh god, that, that's good shit. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, once again, we'll be working on the, the the lag. We'll be working on everything. But the most important is we're working together on the show, which I'm, I'm really stoked about. Um, you know what to do. Get those numbers up. One fan at a time, one friend at a time. We really mean that. Obviously, that means we lost a lot of friends along the way. <laughs> but I understand. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll 
build this community together as we've always tried to and uh have a good time doing so so yeah it's, make sure you support uh all the other shows and talented people on there i think i don't know if craig will announce it this week but he has a new show that will be on the channel uh come august i'm really stoked about it i hope he lets me have a guest spot on it um because uh yeah i won't, I won't spoil it and then of course uh look for uh talking nonsense about uh the new york knicks uh max and i keeping the brand going and uh talk we'll see how long that lasts <laughs> If their season was anything like last season, this may be a hey. I'm all a five episode, and we're just can't handle it. Anymore. I'm all eighty two since uh, since turn turn into Spike Lee over here. Just since uh, two thousand two, all eighty two. I watch every episode, every uh, every game. So uh, at least me, I'll be on there uh, crying. Or <laughs> no, I expect the worst. So I'm a... It'll just be an hour of G just crying <laughs> on the, the camera, wearing a Barrett jersey with a flag. Just... <laughs> Oh shit, guys! Make it a top fifteen instead of twenty-five. Yeah, that's a good idea. We're, we're, you know, for us, it's just we wanted to be thorough, thorough about it, and we think there's a lot that goes into free agency, and that's what we were trying to show. Is it's not just market and name value; it's card status, it's uh, ring work, it's mic work, it's character development, which is a big one, um, because that's less work uh, impact has to invest into somebody if they already come with something in tow. So uh, it was just we we created more work for ourselves, but I love the idea and. Um, We'll keep it going. We'll keep it going. Max, you got anything you want to say to the people? I know it's not impact related, but if you go to newjapanworld.com, you can watch. I know at least day one of G1 Climax for free. Um, well, Ace is in there. I'm subscribed, so I can watch all the days, but you can at least watch day one. Jonah was on the episode. Um, Ace, right? So. This is the Climax, right? Yeah. I mean, well, he, so he, I mean, he was on the episode. Um, they had... Um, Trying to remember who all, who was all there. Switchblade was there for Sonata, but uh, Okada. But yeah, you know, we get to see former Impact Jonah. Yeah, he wears a mask in New Japan, at least to the ring. I love him, man. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was hard for me to hear his theme, but I'm pretty sure it was the same thing because yeah. I'm pretty sure it rocked. Yeah. And I enjoy his I theme do too, man. What so. a banger! Hopefully, he comes back for a run. Wouldn't that be cool? If he, I think he, if he came back for the main event, Bound for Glory, I would be okay. With that it. would be. I'd be okay with it. Uh, can you? So the, he he finishes with g1 climax comes right into bound for glory series yep. it's like i got this i got this tournament thing down packed i'm ready to go i learned from my mistakes and you could watch That's jonah good. on uh access tv right after impact <laughs> new japan global <laughs> oh man yeah man um will the knicks make the playoffs before masha loses a match yes 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 eh, oh wait no 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 because the because playoffs are not the in October. Starts... The season's long. Yeah, right? exactly. The season starts in October. Doesn't the season start in October? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So, it'll be October. Yeah. Pre-season. Pre- pre- so, so, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there's no... All right. Well, uh, for Max, myself, and all the other Maximum uh, male models, uh, <laughs> I just saw that in the chat. That's, that's what... Yeah, that's what... <laughs> what's his name's new group is? Maximum male models. They're... Oh, uh, Jalen Brunson ain't that you. good. No, Jalen Brunson... Ain't that good, but he's a point guard, and Donovan Mitchell will be here next uh, next week or two. So, uh, RJ is someone you guys are. The, the media, that's another thing. Just like Impact Wrestling, the reason I, I, I want to do <laughs> Knicks is because the media is so trash. It's Knicks for clicks, and uh, I, I just can't stand that, man. There's another way to look at that. Jamie Brinson's good. They have a lot of other talent on there. RJ is going to be the next T Mac. Bank it. Bank it. All right. Anyways, this isn't a wrestling show. Or this is a wrestling show. It wasn't a wrestling show for a second. We've already changed. We're just 
flip over the next. Oh one. man! Um, but uh, for Toka, Razor, Mace, <laughs> Maxim Male models, Mace, Windu, whatever else, Sanity. whoever else was part of that group. We love you guys. Thank you for rocking with us. Uh, we meet RJ. You mean Anthony Edwards? Anthony Edwards, six four. Get out of here with that shit. All right, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Thank you for coming out. God bless. Later, you. guys. Thank mm-hmm. you.